Welcome to Bring Your Brilliance. Are you ready to find and amplify your voice? Looking to be inspired by those who are already out there making it happen? Listen in as we shine a light on those who bring their full, authentic selves to do what they love, make no apologies, and don't try to fit into other people's boxes. With your host, Carla Taylor, who, after years of being inspired by the brilliantly shining people she was meeting, decided others need to hear these stories too. Hello, and welcome to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show. I am your host, Carla Taylor. This is Bring Your Brilliance, and we are here on the Inspired Choices Network. And today we are talking with the fabulous Chiffon Myers. She is a friend of mine that I've known for a while. We've been growing our businesses, and she's got some amazing success with her initial business, which is Pretty Pear Bride, and she's getting ready to do something new. So for today, the topic of our show is loving yourself exactly as you are. And again, our guest is Chiffon Myers. Are you a plus-size woman who struggles with loving yourself and finds that's affecting your business and your relationships? Do you know you were meant for more but feel like your size is holding you back? Or do you simply want to look in the mirror and finally feel beautiful and actually see what others see? So today, Chiffon Myers is here. She's a leading self-love and body positivity coach for plus-size women. And in this new body positivity movement, women think all they have to do is think or talk about body positivity and see it in images, which, of course, is a good start. And then all of a sudden, you'll feel beautiful about yourself and know what your purpose in life is, which is not how it works. (laughs) So Chiffon challenges her audience and her clients to truly figure out who they are by starting to think, feel, and be who they want to be. She is a plus-size expert in the bridal industry and has been working with plus-size brides for years. She has now branched out to help all plus-size women love themselves, finally feel beautiful, and find the courage to be themselves. Chiffon is a media mogul and self-love and body positivity coach from California. She graduated with a biology and psychology degree, but always had a love for weddings and helping people. Siobhan built an internationally recognized, award-winning wedding publication for plus-size brides called Pretty Pear Bride. Her wedding publication is the only one in the world and has solidified her as the plus-size bridal expert. She has recently started offering private coaching for plus-size women ready to transform their lives by learning to love themselves, feeling beautiful, stopping the comparison game, and finding the courage within themselves to be themselves. From her experience with working with the plus-size industry, she also works with brands who want to improve their marketing for plus-size women. These are both a true reflection of her bringing her brilliance. Harnessing her fearlessness, determination, charisma, and plain old hustle, Chiffon empowers plus-size women to release their fears and insecurities, embody their their self-worth, and get into action to become the best version of themselves in life and business. So, Siobhan, welcome to the show. Oh, my goodness. First off, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, it's so, it's so crazy when you, like, hear it like that. It's like when you write it, but then you hear someone saying it. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that amazing introduction. Oh, my. Because it's so crazy it's that impressive. you just don't really... It is. Like, when you hear it, it's like, wow, that is me. Oh, my goodness. Right. Like, I did do that. Yes. 
That's awesome. It is. And, and that's so true. Like, so, so often we uh, underestimate ourselves and we don't realize all of the accomplishments until all of a sudden we put them together in, like, one little paragraph. And then it's like, wow, wow, I did all of that. And that's yes. true. Yeah, that's so awesome. That's, that's your brilliance and that's bringing your brilliance and you've been bringing it. But part of it is taking stock of what you've done and celebrating your successes. And so often we just go, 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 and we don't stop to look. And this is you stopping to look and seeing your brilliance all in one place. Like, not even all of it, but just a little, you know, bit of it. <laughs> but, yes, isn't that powerful? Oh, yes. Like, and I, like I said, I, I can't say thank you enough because just the aspect of me hearing it like that is really a reflection of, like, yes, I, it really is. So I just have to, first off, commend you for that and thank you for just the aspect of reading it back to me. It's so crazy. Um, so yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. For sure. So I'm so excited to talk to you today and dig into this conversation because there's just so much for us to unpack and get through and help people understand, you know, all of what goes into, you know, building the successful brand, but also just the mindset of, you know, Mm. both of us, you and I are both plus size women. And I know there's so many additional challenges that come along and so much more mindset stuff that we have to get through because of the way that the world responds and then how we respond to what we perceive the world responding as well. And it just gets mm-hmm. so messed up in our heads for sure. So just to, I gave a little bit of background, but tell us how you got here. Like where, I know you had the degrees in, I think it was psychology and, you know, the things that you did from your, your college, but then how did mm-hmm. you really dive into the, plus size bride market and um and and you know how did you get from point a to b and then let's talk about where you're going from here and some of the things that you want to make sure people know and learn about how to shift our mindset and what to actually do instead of just talking about it right <laughs> no for 100 percent. and i think it's so funny because when people find out what i've done and like what my degree is in like biology hello nowhere near plus size bridal at all but it's so funny because it really lends itself to my very analytical side because I do I have a very analytical side science-based side and then even going when I was going to college I was always people always describe me as you're the most social science person I've ever met (laughs) and it's and it really is like that is pretty much a sum up of me is that I have a very analytical side but I'm so much fun and so much positivity and so much joy that that combination makes me who I am. That is where my charisma and my brilliance comes from because I have those That's two so sides. That's so true. Um, yeah, I, know, I knew you that from really your fun me. and your brilliance and joy. <laughs> That's who you are everywhere. Like I've I've known you for a few years and that's how you show up everywhere, not just what you talk about. <laughs> Um, but it is, and it's so funny for people who knew me like that. It's like, that's exactly how it was. And then even when I was in college, I was in charge of the organization that did all the social events on my campus. So that was my social part. So I had my science mm. and then I had my social. And then kind of going into, I was a science teacher. I worked in a, like a, a chemistry lab. Then I worked in a hospital lab, so I always had my science, but along underneath, I was an event planner, and then I was a wedding planner, and then I got into weddings, and then I become a, and then I became a plus-size bride, and that's where I realized, whoa, there is yeah. nothing here for us. Like, 
nothing. And like I got married, nothing. It'll be sixteen years. Um, Congratulations! Sixteen years next month. Yep, next March. And I was like sixteen years ago. Like we could not open a magazine and see anyone who looked like us. We could not do anything online, look for anything online, and see anything that looked like us. And I was like, okay, I have to change this. I have to. Um, And that's where I started Pretty Fair Bride. And it's one of those things where even as a wedding planner, plus-size brides came to me. That was actually quite a few of my clients were plus-size brides, and they just resonated with me. And then it was Mm. one of those ones like, I just, there's nothing. And so I created Pretty Fair Bride. And it is crazy that I've had it. I started in 2011. So it's crazy that I've had it this long, and my site is the only one in the world for plus-size brides. And that's it gives so me chills. Crazy. <laughs> I know. It gives me chills, but it also makes me sad because it's like no one else has felt that they need to do anything like that for us as plus-size brides and plus-size women. And I share real weddings from all over the world. I share information. I show tips and articles and have people on that help plus-size brides. And it has become a resource that is known all over the world. And it's crazy. And I'm excited. And they are my people. Like, plus-size brides are my people. And they've always been. Mm -hmm. And that's where I really knew, like, I want to step into this and help them. Um, And also kind of branch out into helping all plus-size women, you know, feel beautiful not just on their wedding day, but just in life and in all the different Mm. stages of life that you're going to get knocked down and you're going to feel like you're not beautiful and you're not going to have that confidence or that brilliance to go out and do what you want to do. So that's where I am now, kind of embarking on the life part of being a plus-size woman. Um, So, yes, that's kind of my story in a nutshell. (laughs) Yeah, that is so fantastic. And I know for myself, um, I was smaller for my first wedding, but I was still what would have been considered plus-size. And then I had a second Mm -hmm. wedding where I was, you know, a little bigger than I was the first time around. Um, But either way, like, it was so hard, and you, you almost are shamed when you go into the the bridal stores and they only have these teeny tiny little sizes and they have to like get extra material or you just have to have it gaping open in the back. And it is awful. It was an humiliating, awful experience, which is the worst way, not at all how you want to feel when you're trying to be excited Mm -hmm. about your own wedding and finally get to be the bride. Yes. And I think that happens so often and the thing that I try to tell my plus-size brides and now plus-size women is that you have to learn how to combat that before you even go. And that's what I'm working Mm -hmm. on, kind of working on loving yourself, feeling beautiful with inside yourself so that when you go, we can't stop that from happening. Those things are going to happen. We're working on it with shop designers and boutique owners and salons to work on that. But we have to know that those things are going to happen. That's just the way it is. Mm. But if you can make yourself stronger and know, okay, you know what? That may happen, but I'm still good on the inside. I love myself on the inside to where I can combat that happening. And I'm not blaming Mm. that situation because I am taking ownership of what I need to do to help with that situation. That's such a good point and preparing yourself ahead of time. So we're getting ready to go to our first break. 
But I want to talk more about that when we come back. So really making sure that you go in with understanding, but also having yourself in a stronger place. So we are going to be back here on Bring Your Brilliance here on the Inspired Choices Network. We're talking about loving yourself with Chiffon Myers, and we'll be right back. We all have a personal brand. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. What if you knew how to clearly and confidently communicate your value in a compelling way? Tune in to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor to discover the tools, resources, and inspiration you need to get started and keep growing. Are you ready to make your mark? Learn how to bring your brilliance by listening to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor. To join today's conversation, call in the U.S. at 815-880-8255 or Canada at 613-800-8736 or Skype at Inspired Choices Network. Or ask a question or send a comment by email at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. I am Carla Taylor. I am your host of the Bring Your Brilliance radio show. We are here on Inspired Choices Network talking today with our guest, Shafan Myers, talking about loving yourself exactly as you are. And before we went to break, we were just talking about uh, the plus size bridal industry. And, and still today, eight years after Shafan started Pretty Pair Bride, she's still the only one out there doing this and really advocating and and showcasing the beauty that exists within the plus size world and all of the ways that we can help not only ourselves when we're brides, but she's getting ready and has already launched a, a new um, helping with lifestyle and business building and all sorts of things for the plus size woman. So I mentioned with my own bridal experience the difficulties of going into that bridal shop and not feeling welcome or not feeling like I could have the experience I wanted to have. And, Siobhan, you were just mentioning how to prepare ahead of time so that you aren't in that situation and caught off guard. So let's talk a little bit more about that. Well, what I really work on helping women, and like I said, plus-size brides and plus-size women, kind of going into anything is that if you are able to really step into who you want to be in that situation. So mm-hmm. we're talking about loving yourself and feeling beautiful. It's one of those ones where you have to really start 
feeling how that person's going to feel. So if you're going into a bridal salon and you know that you have an appointment coming up, how do you want to be there? Do you want to be that strong, powerful, feeling beautiful, loving themselves, loving themselves, female woman there? Or do you want to be that meek, not being, you know, not speaking up, not feeling confident, not feeling like they love themselves? That's what you have mm. to do. You have to do that work beforehand because that's the thing and kind of what we talked about and when you talked about in my intro is that people think that they can look at images, that they can kind of flip through Instagram, scroll through Instagram, and just instantly start loving themselves and feeling beautiful, and it's not that way. It works for some, but the majority of us is not something that we can just instantly start feeling that way. You really have to step into how you feel and feel feeling that and thinking the thoughts and truly being that person who loves themselves and feels beautiful and is confident. That's where you start. You start by starting to be that person and feel that person and think how that person would think. And that's such a great point. And I know, you know, things are improving. I am seeing a lot more advertisements and commercials with all sizes of women and not just the, you know, traditional super skinny person that was held up as as the only way to be. And so I do think that there's starting to be some progress and change. But like you said, just even seeing plus size images on Instagram or any of the places where we are are now consuming in, images, that's 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 nice. That is going that direction. But <laughs> like you said, that's not that's just one piece of the puzzle. And and yes, absolutely having those images to see and say, yeah, okay, there are some really awesome, amazing, successful, happy, you know, people that I'm seeing. But what like what would you say to that person who who knows they want to be more confident and like, okay, yeah, okay, I hear you saying just be that, but I don't understand what that means. How do how do I mm-hmm. is there a step by step process I can walk through or how would you help somebody who's feeling really lost? and not sure what that actually means when you even just say, just be that? That is such a great question, and it's so funny that I did a podcast episode, and I was like, you know what? Everyone's like, so what do, how do I start, Siobhan? What do I do? Like, okay, I know you're telling me this whole, you know, be this and do this, but how do I just do it? And the number one first thing that I tell people to do is, all that negative talk that's going on, and you know what I say when that negative talk, you're not pretty enough. You're not good enough. You're too big for that. You're not going to fit mm-hmm. in that. You're not going to, like, all that negative talk, that's where you start. We have to quiet that negative talk. And I say quiet because you are never going to eliminate it. At any point in time of your life, that negative talk will come up, but we have to quiet it. And the way that you quiet that negative talk is that you combat it with positive, which is so hard for people. It's funny where, and they're like, that's all? Like, that's all I do? And I'm like, yes. Like, you just have to combat that negative talk with positive talk. I love myself. I love my body. It's so funny that people just don't understand that just the aspect of standing in the mirror and looking deep into your eyes, which is thus looking into your soul and saying, I love myself, can combat so much, can do so much. And that's where I tell people to start. Just start by trying to combat the negative self-talk 
by replacing it with positive. And you will see an immediate impact. And people think I'm crazy. I promise they're like, that's all. <laughs> I'm like, yes, that is all. But you have to do it. And that's the part where people don't do that. And that's where I really right. start with people. And I tell people, you have that's where you start. It's so easy. It's so simple. But most people don't do it. Right. Well, it, it sounds easy. And it does sound simple and easy. But at the same time, like I've had this conversation with my daughter. And she also is struggling with that and wanting, like, she, I, she knows from you know, me telling her all the time what she needs to do. But I'm her mom. So, you know, she doesn't hear it quite the same way. But I know, like, her <laughs> biggest thing is, I don't feel like it's real. I don't feel like it's authentic and genuine. And I still hear all those voices. And I think one of the points you just made about quieting it, that they're never going to go away. Like everybody thinks, Mm -hmm. and I just, you know, I just was talking to a bunch of people talking about working through, you know, whatever our issues are. And one person was like, well, I have to just get rid of it. And it's no, you don't ever get rid of it. It's there, but you can Mm -hmm. quiet it. You can combat it. You can do different things to make it so mild or, acknowledge, okay, yep, there you are again, but I'm not going to go in that direction. And I think quieting it is one thing that you, like, but people think, like, you have to fill that, you can't just go to neutral, you you have to fill that space with the Mm -hmm. hearing the positive. And that's what you're saying is, you have to hear yourself say it, even if you don't believe it, right? Like, that's where my daughter struggles the most. She's like, I feel so stupid just looking in the mirror and saying things I don't believe. So what would you say to her? Oh, girl, that and you know, that's like my, because I, I was a teacher, so I was a high school teacher, and people who are teachers, I, you're not just a teacher, you're literally a counselor, mm-hmm. especially in that high school realm, and I would tell people, and I, it's been years since I've taught, but I still keep in touch with them, and I tell them, I'm like, the power of speaking, like the power mm-hmm. of speaking and saying something to yourself, and this is the thing, everyone's like, well, I say it to myself, no. Like, that's why I stop you. You cannot say it to yourself. The power of verbalizing and speaking, and I cannot say it enough by looking at yourself in the mirror. That is power. Looking at yourself Hmm. in the mirror and actually speaking it, that's where it is. And I tell people, you have to do the actual verbalizing and looking at yourself. Because if you do one without the other, it's not as impactful. But if I am staring mm-hmm. at myself and looking at the mirror, I am literally looking into the soul of myself. And when you verbalize it, it does something in your mind. It's that verbalizing and, you know, you can get into the whole neuroscience of it, which is my science side coming out, but I'm not going to get too deep into it, but it is literally embedded in science where when you verbalize something and you verbalize it in a repetitive fashion, it is literally rewiring your neurons in your mind and it's rewiring Mm. you to think that way. Like literally, and that's the people, that's what people don't get is that, oh, no, 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 I'm going to say it in my mind. And I'm like, no, the verbalizing is the part that is making it actually stick. You are saying it out loud, and it's then being taken in by your internal conscious mind, and that's where that's where the work happens. That's where the magic happens. That's where that golden confidence comes in because you're actually rewiring your mind to think that now. Well, and that's such a good point, too, and actually yeah. – I literally had this conversation with my daughter last night. That she's like, "What? what's the science, mom? Like, I don't want to hear this woo-woo nonsense. Like, it, you know, yay, raw, let's all feel better. But 
she wants to know the science behind it. She wants to know that this is an actual thing that helps your brain versus just that it's, oh, everybody feel good and sing kumbaya, you know? So I love that you did bring that up. And and if you even want to speak a little bit more to the science behind it, I think that there are a lot of people who are super skeptical of of the woo-woo advice, but not realizing there's real data and scientific evidence of the way it changes mm-hmm. our brain. No, and I think the thing that it is, and like I said, that's my science geek out part of it, but when you are actually verbalizing something, you're then taking it into your mind. And when we think about it, we have to think of our mind being filled with all types of axon neurons that are firing. And the aspect of you saying something, you are literally rewiring your mind to think that into your subconscious level. But you can't just think it. It has to be something that you're verbalizing and saying, and it has to be repetitive. And that's the part that is the is the impacting part is that when you are verbalizing it and you're saying it repeatedly that's what's now transforming your mind and it's firing the axons and it's rewiring and you are actually rewiring your mind to think that that's what people don't understand but that's not something that can happen if you're just internally saying it to yourself it's the verbalizing and then your mind is now taking that verbalization in again and rewiring your mind that's the part that people don't get and people don't understand, that you can't just say it to yourself because if you're saying it to yourself, you're, all you're doing is just reinforcing what you thought. You're not actually saying it and your mind is retaking it in as a different thought, if that makes sense. You have to actually verbalize it so that your mind takes it in as a new thought, not just something that you're internally saying to yourself. And then if you then want to go deeper with it, when you're verbalizing it and you're saying it out loud and your mind is then now internalizing, it is actually changing the beliefs and the stories that you have internally internalized from everything in your past. Because that's what you're really doing. If we want to get down to the nuts and bolts of it, we've been told by so many people, whether it be from what we see, whether it be from something that someone told us, whether it be for something that happened when we were five years old, We've been told in whatever way or fashion by a story or belief that you are not pretty, you are not fast enough, you are not pretty enough, you are not enough, you are not small enough, but to rewire those, you have to physically say it and have your mind then internalize it. That's what you have to do. You cannot just think it. To be able to retrain your mind from all the garbage, and I say garbage, that has been mm. brought into us, you have to physically say it and verbalize it for it to change anything because that's what then allows it to then be absorbed by our minds again and change what all that damage and garbage that has been done already. Well, and that's such a good point, and it's that pattern interrupts. And so I'm actually going to use that as our segue to our next break of interrupting our pattern for a moment. Um, So we're going to go to another break. We'll come right back. I want to pick up there and really talk about how do we infuse that then beyond all this into our life and where do you go from that point? So we'll pick that up when we get back from break again. This is Carla Taylor here on the Bring Your Brilliance radio show on Inspired Choices Network. We're talking with Shafan Myers and we'll be right back. We all have a personal brand. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. What if you knew how to clearly and confidently communicate your value in a compelling way? Tune in to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor to discover the tools, resources, and inspiration you need to get started and keep growing. 
Are you ready to make your mark? Learn how to bring your brilliance by listening to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor. To join today's conversation, call in the U.S. at 815-880-8255 or Canada at 613-800-8736 or Skype at Inspired Choices Network. Or ask a question or send a comment by email at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Hey everyone, it's Carla Taylor. I am the host of this show, which is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show here on the Inspired Choices Network. And as a reminder with Bring Your Brilliance, one of the things that I do is help people to, if you don't know what your brilliance is, figure that out, but then helping you get that out to the world. And I specifically focused with LinkedIn. It's a huge and growing platform. It's really hot right now. It's really the place to be if you're doing any kind of business of any kind. And I can help you Learn how to harness that power of LinkedIn. I've got several different shows that I've done about how to do that, and I've, I'm here to help. If any of you need it, you can go to itstimetobringit.com if you want some do-it-yourself types of help, or if you want my help to be a social media ghostwriter for you and, and develop the content and that sort of thing, you can go to bringyourbrilliance.net to learn more about that service. And as always, I am so excited and happy to help people bring their brilliance today I'm talking to the very brilliant Siobhan Myers, who is the owner of Pretty Pear Bride. And Siobhan, if you would take a moment right now just to tell everyone what they can do to get a hold of you or what some of the services that you're offering is, I'd love for you to be able to hear how they can reach you and learn more after the show. Sure. Um, I always kind of tell people that I have two sides to me. So I have my bridal side which is the only website in the world for plus-size brides. So if you're a bride or you're getting ready to be a bride or you think you might be getting ready to be a bride, um, that's prettypearbride.com, and pear is in the fruit, so P-E-A-R, and we have all types of inspiration there for plus-size brides. And then for if you're a plus-size woman and you're really looking to um, start that journey of loving yourself and feeling beautiful and really finding the courage within yourself to be yourself, you can find all the information you need at chiffonmyers.com. That also includes all my information for my coaching as well as my podcast, Pretty Pair Life. Um, and there I kind of help plus-size women, you know, just start the process of loving themselves, feeling beautiful, stopping that comparison game, and really taking themselves to the next level and making that decision of finding themselves. Um, so that's where you can find all my information. 
That's awesome. And can you, would you mind to spell Chiffon Meyer since not everyone might know how to spell that? If they're listening yes, to this yes, and not of course. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, it's F as in Sam, H A F as in Frank, O N as in Nancy, N as in Nancy E. Last name Myers, M Y E R S dot com. Awesome, Chiffon, and I love your name, and I love the spelling of your name even, but it's it's um, it's so unique, just like you. And it uh, just makes me smile and feel happy. And I do have to tell you, I was recently this week actually down in Arizona at this beautiful wedding venue. Not video. Venue. <laughs> Goodness. Couldn't get that word out. Um, it's called Juniper Well Ranch. It's absolutely beautiful. And there was a beautiful plus-size bride there planning her wedding. And she was so excited when I told her about Pretty Pear Bride. Like, her face lit up. And she was like, oh, my gosh, seriously? She's like, I'm going to go right there immediately. And, like, oh, it, it is. It's yay. It's such a gift to be able to tell people about what you do and how you can help, and especially in those happiest moments, to be able to even add to the joy. It really actually made my day to be able to refer you to this right. So thank you. Thank you so of much course, for what you do. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we were just talking before the break. We talked about that first step and really the science behind why you want to look in the mirror and look at yourself and stay verbalize and say those things. So let's keep going from there. What 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 what's next? So you've mastered that or you've at least tried it, right? <laughs> so then what do you do from there? Um so that's pretty much like whenever I go through the process, that's like the first thing that I start with is let's get rid of those and quiet those negative thoughts bring in some positive thoughts to replace that negativity. Then from there, the next thing is, is let's start being. And kind of a little background is that I feel like that most people, when they kind of get into, okay, I want to do something, I want to make a change, they go from the process of, you know what, I have to do all the things, and then from doing all the things, then I will have what I have, then I will be that person. So I'm going to do everything and absorb everything and look at everything to start feeling like I love myself, and then I'll start being that person. And, you know, anyone who's gone on that journey of, you know, losing weight, trying to be confident, trying to step into something and have tried to do everything, to think that they're then going to become that, it very often does not work. And what I have learned is that we kind of need to change it around a little bit. And instead of trying to do all the things to be something, you first start being that person to then get to the point of doing those things. And that's the journey that I kind of take people on, is that I take people on starting with, okay, we've now quieted those negative thoughts and brought in the positive thoughts. Now who do you actually want to be? Like when you think about it, who is the person that you really want to step into being? And once we nail that down, and most people are like, I just want to look in the mirror and feel beautiful. I want to be that person that can look in the mirror at whatever size that I am and be that person. So that's where we start. And when you think about, okay, I want to be this person, you have to think about how is this person going to feel? What is this person going to think that's where we need to start because once you can start feeling and thinking, then you can start getting into the doing because really you're not going to be able to truly start loving yourself and feeling beautiful and start checking off all those things until you step into being that person. 
actually thinking, like, if mm-hmm. I'm someone who loves himself, how am I going to be? What am I going to feel? What am I going to think? Because that's where you have to start, in your mind, in that subconscious. Because like I said before, there's so many stories and beliefs that we have been exposed to and thus told ourselves that is stopping us in our tracks from even being able to do anything. Because there's no way, let's think of it in this way, there's no way that I can go out and be a millionaire if I'm still in the mindset and thinking and feeling like someone who is not a millionaire, let's be honest. There's no way that you can go onto a beach and at whatever size that you are, whether it's a two-piece, whether it's a one-piece, whether it's a tankini, whether it's anything, there's no way that you can go onto a beach and do that if you're feeling like there's no way that I could do that. There's no way that I'm that person. You can't do that. There's no way. Right. So you have to start with really changing how you feel and think about yourself and transforming into and stepping into the person that does feel that way and does think that way before you can even start doing anything. Well, and I think that's that's such a good point. And the feeling part is also tricky because, and again, I have these conversations with my daughter a lot and she's just very good at verbalizing Mm -hmm. Well, I think a lot of us feel, but it's that, well, I don't feel it yet, so I can't do it yet. And I know for myself, too, like, I've been a successful business owner in a lot of ways, but I was still hiding. Like, I still had this mindset of, well, I don't really want to go out on video, or I don't want to be online, or I don't want to be seen until I lose the weight. So I'm just going to, like, I've been a speaker for over 20 years, and I don't have a speaker reel because I never wanted any of the pictures or videos of me because I felt fat. And I was able to, in person, stand up there and have that confidence, but then having to play it back or me having to watch it was the part that I still couldn't wrap my head around and I didn't feel comfortable. And so I, in many ways in my career, I've kind of hidden and been that person, you know, lifting up everyone else and helping them get to their goals and helping them do their thing. And then I kind of myself hid. And it was only in this past year and a friend of mine and and, and a coach of mine who said, you know, you get to also be brilliant. You know, that's where Bring Your Brilliance mm-hmm. came from because I was afraid to call my company Bring Your Brilliance because I was like, well, then people are going to see the word brilliance with my picture next to it. And the the response was, yeah, and? and I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, I tell <laughs> everyone else to go do that. And here I was not walking the talk. And it's so scary. It is so hard. It is so much different to to walk that talk and to actually do and be those things. And I I even started this radio show. I wasn't ready at all and I'm still learning and I'm still hopefully getting better. And you know, but I I think that's the difference too between feeling I wasn't feeling ready for a lot of the things that I did. But I knew mm-hmm. I needed my life to be different and I knew I wanted to do things differently and I have to do something different, right? To get to different results. And I didn't I still didn't lose the weight. Like I'm still here, still the same weight. I still haven't reached that goal, but I've got a lot of awesome things that are working in my life. And so I don't have to actually be there physically. Like you, you mentioned the being a millionaire or being that person on the Mm -hmm. beach in a bikini. And I, I think where our minds trick us up is, well, I, I can't act like a millionaire if I'm not, I can't act like somebody in a bikini if I'm not comfortable with that. So Speak to that a little bit, like how, give, in those examples, give me what you mean when you say just go be that, because 
I know so many, I've heard so many people say, well, I can't just go be a millionaire. I don't have a million dollars, right? Let's use that example. Oh, girl, this is, I'm like, oh, yes, this is a perfect question. I love this. Um, okay, so I'm going to do something. I'm going to do something with you. And and when okay. I was hearing you say that, I was like, this is exactly what everyone thinks. These are the questions that everyone's mm-hmm. asking. So mm-hmm. when you said that you've kind of stepped out and you have you made that decision, tell me and talk to me about what you felt differently. So when you were back and you weren't wanting to step out, you weren't wanting to come into your brilliance and bring your brilliance, I want to know what was that, what did you feel differently when you did decide to step out? Because it's all about that feeling. And one of the things that I, well, I want to find out what it is, and then I'll tell you what I do with some of my clients. Okay, so so ask your question again specifically. <laughs> so what was the different feeling? How did you feel differently from when you didn't want to step out to when you did decide to step out? Oh, my gosh, I was scared to death. Like, <laughs> um, I, I knew I needed it, and I knew I didn't – I knew I wanted to get to the next level in my life. I knew I needed to get to the next phase, and I knew I wanted it. Like, I think it was the pain of staying where I was was greater – than the the fear of going somewhere new. But then when I actually did do it, like I, I was like almost in breakdown. I was like, oh, I can't do this. Like I really had this, this like, I was like, oh my gosh, this is what my clients feel like when I tell them to do it. And they go out there and do it. But on the other side of it, oh my God, it was exhilarating. It was amazing. It was, it was so worth it. But in that moment, oh my God, the fear, like it almost crippled me. But that, and that's the thing that people don't get. And that's why I wanted to ask that question because I knew you were going to say that. I knew that was going to be a thing. (laughs) And the thing is, is like, I literally got chills when you said the pain of being where you were was greater than what you thought that you would feel on the other side. That's what gets people stuck. That's what keeps people from Mm -hmm. moving forward. And the one thing that I do with a lot of my clients is I help them to visualize how you will be when you are that person that's on the other side. Because feelings and visualizing is powerful. Like if you can be in a state of visualizing, okay, six months from now when I have the talk show and when I'm doing everything that I want to do, what is my feeling right then? When you can imagine and visualize how that is, then every single time that you fear that you feel that fear, you go to the moment, and that's what will get you through. That's what I do with my a lot of my clients is that we literally sit, and I want you to just go in and feel how you will feel when you are that big deal, when you are that person mm. that's on the stage, when you are that person who loves themselves, when you are that person that looks in the mirror and is like, "Shit, I look amazing right now." I want you to get that. <laughs> feeling and I want you to imagine that feeling and every time you have that fear that doesn't want you to go forward, I want you to bring back that feeling. And that feeling is what will propel you to get to that point. That's the whole aspect of being and feeling and thinking before you do because when you get to the point of doing and you want to retreat, you go back to that feeling. You go back to that thought. That will help you to get through. That's so awesome, and I so agree. And I think, too, then, like, you can't wait too long to do the doing, too. Like, you have to jump into action 
while you're still scared. Yes. And that's exactly what I did. And nothing I've done is perfect or even remotely close to it. And yet I'm forcing myself to do, like I just recently did a mini 10 day, 10 tips, 10 days challenge on LinkedIn, which was putting yourself on video. And it's one little tip and it's one little video, but doing it every day that I did that, it still was scary every single day, even though I've done now lots and lots and lots of videos, I still feel that fear and that nervousness and I still have to force myself through it. But every time I do it, that fear and nervousness goes down a little bit more. And every Mm -hmm. time I do it, I get a little teeny bit more confidence that I did it and I survived. And I've even gotten some really good. And honestly, I finally gotten to a point where I'm so committed to this journey and all the imperfections of it and being real about it and just being myself and not caring what other people think. And I think that's been one of the biggest shifts for me is you say you shouldn't care, but I really, really did. And I really did want that approval. And I really have worked on that. And I now, like, I had a huge aha moment, I think, that I've heard it so many times before, but truly not caring what other people think because the people who are your tribe, who are the people who want what you're giving out and helping them with are going to still come to you. And there's going to be a lot of people who don't, and that's good. That means they're not your people. And it's a way for you to identify that early and not waste your time with them. And so I literally was celebrating having my first troll <laughs> online. This guy was so mad at me because I did a video. It was actually a video where I was talking about how bad I felt that day. And I was forcing myself to do the video anyway. And I'm like, my makeup's not perfect. I'm here in my car. I don't have everything where I want it to be, but I'm doing it anyway. And he was so mad at me and like called me out and sent message after message after message telling me how rotten it was that I was so unprofessional. And I was like, dude, that was the whole point. And thank you for saying it because you just proved to me that you're not the person this video is for. And that's actually my highest viewed video, partly because of him. (laughs) And that's when you're like, thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Um, Thank you for confirming so many things, yes. Uh, Like what you just said is pretty much everything that I work with clients on. Because when you were Mm. actually of the mindset of stepping into that person and thinking how that person would be, even if you haven't gotten to be that person yet, but if you're in the mindset of feeling and thinking and embodying what that person would be feeling or thinking, anything that Mm. anyone says negative whatever is going to literally bounce off of you because you have now embodied the feeling and the thoughts of someone who is at that level that you want to be. Because let's think about it. The level that you wanted to be, the level that you wanted to think at, would that person care about the troll? No. Right. So that's why when you're embodying that, no. When you're embodying that and you're stepping into that person and then you go on to the doing and actually doing those things, you don't care. That person that you wanted to be is not caring, so you're not caring. You have now transformed the way that you think about yourself, which then allows you to propel yourself into doing those things because you now think about yourself totally different. And when you think about yourself and you have transformed those neurons and the way that they fire, your neurons are now firing at the capacity of thinking as that person. That's why you're now able to do mm. it and not revert back and not come back because we know how those stories go. Oh, I'm going to start right. doing all the things, and a week later, two weeks later, I'm not in the gym anymore. 
I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing right. because you have not transformed the way you think about yourself. You're not at the level of thinking the mindset about of it. how mm. you – Yes, girl. It is so – it literally blows people people's minds because they're like, I've always been doing all the things and doing everything first and then thinking that I will become that person. And that's a completely flawed way of doing it. You have to embody and think and feel how that person's going to be first because that's what transforms the way your mind thinks about yourself and what you're getting ready to do. That's where the magic is. That's where that zone is where you're like, I am unstoppable. I'm on top of the world. Mm. I can do what I want to do because I am actually thinking and embodying and feeling like that person before I start to go do what that person would do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's so, so true. And I still want to get back to the question about the millionaire because I really want to hear your take on it. So how do you... Oh, yes. Okay. Remind me of the question. Or move forward like... So you don't have a million dollars. So how do you start acting like the person who does? Specifically, like, what would you say to that person asking that question? Because I know somebody's got that question. <laughs> and I think you can put the what the what it is. Like, so how do I act like a millionaire? How do I act like Beyonce? How do I act like Lizzo? Like, how do I act like those people? It's one of those things where yeah. the first thing that you have to do is you have to think, okay, how am I going to think and feel if I was that person, okay, if I was a millionaire, I'm not going to be scared to spend money. I'm not going to be scared to take a chance. I'm not going to be scared to do these things. I am going to start thinking in my mind, I can do these things. I can go out and do something. You have to think like that person, and you have to think, what would a millionaire think right now? What would a millionaire feel right now? A millionaire is not going to be feeling scared. A millionaire is not going to be feeling uneasy. These are all things that someone who is not a millionaire feels and thinks. So if you're able to think and feel how that person is, that's where you can start being like, okay, you know what? I now can do all these things that that person, I'm putting in quotes millionaire, I'm putting in quotes someone who loves themselves, I'm putting in quotes someone who feels beautiful, I can now start doing all those things because in my mind, I've completely transformed how I feel and think, and I'm now feeling and thinking how that person of whatever, insert whatever you want to be, or, you know, millionaire, someone who loves themselves, someone who is losing weight, whatever, I've now started to really think and feel like that person. Because once you can do that, that's when you can now start doing all those things because your whole mindset has changed. I'm thinking and feeling like someone who already has $10 million in the bank. I'm not going to be worried about some of the smaller things that when you don't have $10 million in the bank that you're worried about. Oh, my gosh, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to pay this. I don't know where the money's going to come from. Someone who's a millionaire is not thinking that way. They're thinking, you know They're what? They're confident that Abundance they can create that come money to me. even if, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Abundance So even if it's not actually in your money bank flows account, to me. you know you're going to earn it. Yes. Yes, yes, and you're and not and scared, and you're not holding topic on of to conversation. It. Yes, so we are we're already at the very end of our time. We've got three minutes left, actually. So <laughs> what last thing, what's a what, final thought that you'd like to share before we, we are ending here today? Um, I would say the final thought is is that if you were wanting to start the process of really loving yourself and feeling beautiful, you really have to get off of that rat race of thinking that you have to – 
look at all the pretty pictures, do all the pretty, like do all the things. I just want you to start looking inward and really start feeling and thinking, how would someone who loves themselves, how would someone who feels beautiful start feeling and thinking? What would they be saying to themselves? They're not going to be saying, mm-hmm. I don't feel beautiful. They're going to be saying, I am amazing. I feel beautiful. I look beautiful. I exude beauty. I exude someone, you know, I just exude the energy of someone who loves themselves. So start there. Start really starting to embody and feel and think how someone who loves themselves would feel and think, and from there, everything else will fall in place. You will start treating your body better. You will start loving your body. You will start moving. You will start doing things that someone who loves their body and someone who loves themselves does once you start feeling that way. That's so perfect, and and that self-talk and actually talking it out loud, that's so perfect. And, again, this is Chiffon Myers. She's talking about loving yourself exactly as you are, or finding her at uh, prettyprepareddbride.com or chiffonmyers.com. There's so much good here. There's so much more we can talk about. Again, I'm Carla Taylor with Bring Your Brilliance. You can find me at itstimetobringit.com or at bringyourbrilliance.net. And remember to just go out there and bring your brilliance. And if you need to work on your mindset first, do that. Uh, but go out there and be bold and be brave and be brilliant and be you fully who you are and everything that you do. Next week, we'll be back with a Strategies for Success for the first Friday, so be sure to join us for those. You can, of course, uh, review the podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts for all of our previous episodes. Siobhan, thank you so much for being here with us today. I'm so grateful we got to have this time with you. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to another episode of Bring Your Brilliance with Carla Taylor. For the latest updates and info on personal branding, please follow and interact with Carla Taylor on LinkedIn. And be sure to visit www.itstimetobringit.com. Join Carla Taylor every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, keep shining. Thanks for listening to another episode of Bring Your Brilliance with Carla Taylor. For the latest updates and info on personal branding, please follow and interact with Carla Taylor on LinkedIn. And be sure to visit www.itstimetobringit.com. Join Carla Taylor every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, keep shining. Thanks for listening to another episode of Bring Your Brilliance with Carla Taylor. For the latest updates and info on personal branding, please follow and interact with Carla Taylor on LinkedIn. And be sure to visit www.itstimetobringit.com. Join Carla Taylor every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, keep shining. Thanks for listening to another episode of Bring Your Brilliance with Carla Taylor. For the latest updates and info on personal branding, please follow and interact with Carla Taylor on LinkedIn. And be sure to visit www.itstimetobringit.com. Join Carla Taylor every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, keep shining.